and welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. You can follow me on social media, Trenton365. You're listening over WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station, and you can follow us on social media there, WIMG 1300. If you're watching, it's over WPHY, Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey. In the studio with me, I've got a new friend, Eleanor Horn, and an old friend, old, like almost like a family friend. I mean, I think, Jay, I think you probably knew me before I was even knew that I was alive or Absolutely. something like that. That's pretty much, pretty much the yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah. So and I've got Jay Watson. Um, Jay is, is the vice president of the DNR Greenway, and Eleanor Horn is the co-president of the Lawrence Hopewell Trail. And this is all staying in tune with the whole idea of biking. Um, you know, for those of you who are familiar with the program, Jay's been on the show before talking about uh, the DNR Greenway, about biking here in the region, etc. And uh, one of the events that's coming up this coming Sunday is the full moon ride that is being put on by the Lawrence Hopewell Trail in partnership with others such as the DNR Greenway. So Eleanor, I want you to introduce yourself first and we're going to get right into talking about this wonderful full moon ride that's happening. Well, thank you, Jock, so much for having us. Uh, the Lawrence Hopewell Trail is a very unique trail. There is no other uh, organization in this country that is doing what we have done, which is a group of citizens have come together to form a nonprofit corporation to design and build a very complex trail. It's a 22-mile trail. It goes through corporate campuses. It goes through the Bristol-Myers Squibb. Uh, four locations. It goes through ETS, the Lawrenceville School, Preserved Open Space, Parks, and a Main Street. It is a beautiful trail. It is a multi-purpose trail for biking, walking, snowshoeing, cross-country skiing. Mm -hmm. um, the trail is 89% complete, and in addition to building the trail, we uh, develop events that bring people together from all over the region to enjoy this magnificent trail. The Full Moon Bike Ride is, was actually Jay's idea. This is our fifth Full Moon Bike Ride. Uh, we do it in partnership with the Mercer County Park Commission, a wonderful partner. Uh, we have two other co-sponsors, Capital Health System and the DNR Greenway Land Trust. On this evening, people who like to ride will have their only experience to ride through Mercer Meadows Park at night, and they'll do it under moonlight. But it's not just the ride. They will go through Firefly Lane and see beautiful laser lights in the trees. They will pass a lake and a pond with floating candles. They will be serenaded by classical musicians at one point. At another point, they will enjoy the music of a blues guitarist. And then at the beginning of their ride, they will enjoy the, the beautiful music of the Sounds of Sandstorm, which is a very popular local band. Mm -hmm. uh, later in the evening, there will be a showing of the movie Star Wars so that you can sit in the park and enjoy, you know, keeping with the theme, Star Wars. So whether you ride or not, there will be plenty of things to do. You can enjoy ice cream. You can get to meet your neighbors from as far south as Philadelphia. I don't know how far north they come. But it is a wonderful event. That's great. Eleanor, so I think I, I, should, I should probably just not even say anything. You just nailed everything in that one take. Um, 
I'm going to come back to you in a quick second, but Jay, why don't you share a little bit about uh, the DNR Greenway and what that organization does? Sure. DNR Greenway Land Trust is a nonprofit land conservancy. We're primarily buying land for preservation purposes, recreation, conservation, but every now and then we have the luxury um, and uh, to be able to work in the urban environment, and we're working on building, connecting up some trails right now, which we're very proud of. We're working on a trail project as part of the Circuit Coalition, which is 800 miles of connected trails throughout the uh, greater Philadelphia, south and central New Jersey regions. And DNR Greenway are very fortunate to have some funding through the DVR uh, PC and the William Penn Foundation to try to effectuate those projects. My main objective there is to uh, connect the DNR Canal Path. I mean, people in New Jersey don't realize how remarkable the DNR Canal Path is. A 70-mile long public pedestrian bicycle path along a waterway going through the most densely developed and populated state in the nation mm -hmm. is an amazing resource. And that's kind of the spine from which all of these other trails are going to run in our segment of, of New Jersey. So we're really happy. There was one section of the DNR Canal Path that was kind of orphaned, if you will, uh, many years ago through a public works project when they built uh, 129, Highway 129 in the light rail, they filled in a portion of the canal. So my job now is to reconnect the DNR Canal Path from the Battle Monument, which I call the apex of the entire system, Trenton's Battle Monument, uh, to a section that was orphaned that's behind Duck Island uh, in Hamilton Township. And once you get, once we get through the streets of Trenton into that section, uh, it leads to the Delaware River Heritage Trail and the East Coast Greenway. So it's all of these connections that we're making to connect people together to allow them to recreate and commute to, uh, by bicycle. Mm -hmm. That's great. And contact information for DNR Greenway and then follow up with the Lawrence Hope Ball Trail yep. contact it's information. drgreenway.org. Okay. And for us, it's lhtrail.org. Uh, lhtrail.org. All right. And uh, Jay, so um, as Eleanor mentioned, you came up with the idea of the full moon bike ride. What was the impetus behind that? Uh, I'm a little nuts, I guess. I'm, <laughs> I'm always looking for opportunities to do unique things in the landscape. Uh, I spent my entire career, uh, my entire career uh, working to kind of preserve land and to get people out on those lands to enjoy them so that they will respect them and take care of those lands. Um, and so we're mostly getting people out in the open spaces during the daytime. But I started doing things at night. I started really going out into the night landscape for the Perseid meteor showers to just lay under a dark sky looking at meteor showers and seeing how many people love to show up at those events to see these celestial events going on. Uh, and then when I joined the Lawrence Hope World Trail Board of Trustees, thanks largely to Eleanor for kind of recruiting me to that organization, which is a great uh, group of people. Um, I just thought that this would be a unique way to get people out into uh, the trail system under a full moon in one of the most spectacular landscapes in the entire state and country, I think. Mercer Meadows is just yes. a beautiful, beautiful place. It's kind of like I always kind of equated to being on the edge of the ocean, kind of looking at mm. it. it always changes. Every season mm. is changing, every time of day with a different light. It's just amazing. And to go through there in the evening under the light of a full moon is a pretty um, amazing experience. Mm -hmm. Mercer Meadows is easily the most beautiful park in the county. I, I would say in the region. It is spectacular. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, let, let's talk a bit more about the, the ride um, before we get up on a break and I bring Kevin Duddy in. Um, how many people um, do you generally expect um, on the ride or have had in the past? We are expecting between five and six hundred riders. 
and um, maybe a couple of hundred people who are just enjoying the evening. Okay. And um, is this, uh, what type of riders um, are you expecting to come out? Is this something that's for the full family, beginning riders, um, advanced? What should they expect? Well, we have an age limit. You have to be 12 or over okay. um, because it is dark at night. But the, the path it, that we're taking is about six miles long. It takes the average rider about 45 minutes. But the beauty of this is you can be just an average rider and enjoy this trail, or you can be a very experienced rider. Mm -hmm. Now you mentioned that there's going to be a, some entertainment there as well, there'll be mm -hmm. some light refreshments, an opportunity for people who aren't riding to enjoy it as well and even stay after and watch an outdoor movie right. also. Um, there are always going to be some folks who kind of just still kind of on the fence. What would you like to say to them there about coming no and attending? There is no other experience like this. It's the only day of the year when they can enjoy beautiful Mercer Meadows at night. It is a time where people of all ages from all parts of our area come together to have a shared experience. I, I would urge you to come out and enjoy. If you don't want to ride, bring a blanket or a lawn chair. Sit out and get to talk to your neighbors. And eat s'mores. And and we're going to be a campfire with s'mores. And <laughs> we're trying to hit all bases here. Yeah. That's, it yeah. sounds awesome. What, um, what Eleanor neglected to say about the turnout, though, the first year we had this event, we were planning for 75 to 100 people, and 500 people showed up. Wow. So people are <laughs> eager to do something new and unique out in this landscape. And uh, we've had to change the way we organize this event in order to make sure that we're ready for them. And we are ready. That's great. We're going to um, switch out, um, Jay, in just a moment. But, Jay, I want you to talk a bit briefly, shortly, um, share the contact information for the DNR Greenway, and then what else is coming down the pike related to biking here in the region? Yeah, sure, John. So we're very happy that, um, and our contact, again, is uh, www.drgreenway.org. And um, so we are, through those grants that I spoke about earlier, through the DVRPC and the William Penn Foundation, uh, getting ready to build the first phase of our project, which we refer to as the Wellness Loop, which is almost a two-mile loop around the Battle Monument in Trenton as our first phase of our project. So that project should get underway. It's largely uh, line striping and symbols and signage, um, and but that will get underway this September. And while that's going on, we're uh, designing the additional connection that will take us all the way down behind Duck Island to reconnect the DNR Canal Path. So we're super excited about this. We're hoping that the mayor, I know the mayor, our new mayor of Trenton, is very excited about getting out there and cutting a ribbon. He's a big bicyclist himself. Uh, so we're very eager to kind of get something started in a positive track for him. All right, fantastic. Yeah. Jay, I will have you back as this progresses. Um, the biking culture here in Trenton. We're going to switch you out and get Kevin in here in just a moment. Always happy to be with you, John. All Thank right, you. you're welcome, okay. sir. Um, you're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. We'll be back after a short break. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. You can follow me on social media, Trenton 365 on Facebook. No, excuse me, Instagram and Twitter on Facebook. It's Trenton 365 show. You can send an email, Trenton365show at gmail.com. Jay Watson of the DNR Greenway has slid out. He's still in the studio. Right, Jay? You still there? I'm still here. There we go. <laughs> and uh, now I've got Kevin Duddy, um, who's in the studio. Kevin's been on the program as well. And any of you who follow me on social media, a lot of the things that I do in and out of the community, Kevin is with me. He's a photojournalist, um, so he's traveled with me all over the place. I'm taking pictures and documenting what I do. But for 
a lot of folks who don't know, Kevin is an avid cyclist and has been for many, many years. So without any further ado, welcome back to the program, Kevin. Thank you, John. Uh, you're welcome. So share a little bit about your back, your biking experience, and then also tie in um, the photojournalism work that you're doing. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. My um, cycling career goes way back to the late 70s. I grew up in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and I got my cycling start at the Lehigh County Velodrome when I started racing. Uh, I took part in the Air Products Developmental Program that uh, showed a rider the etiquette of racing and the proper things to do, always looking over your shoulder before making a move, and the etiquette of riding next to other people. So uh, with that, I continued racing for close to 30 years, and during that time, uh, I started a racing team when I went to the Indiana University of Pennsylvania. Um, after I graduated from college, uh, when I moved to New Jersey, um, as part of the racing, I also took on uh, promoting racing. And for three years, I promoted races in Cadwalder Park in Trenton. And then I also worked with uh, Robbinsville, and we put on a, a race in Robbinsville Township for three years. So there's different municipalities that I've worked with that I've put on races, and I've also um, put on the New Jersey State Championships for uh, track cycling. So just I've done a lot of different things within the sport. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, how would you describe the, the biking culture, um, not specific to Trenton, but to this region, the road, race, the road riding culture? The road riding culture, I, this area is it's an amazing area um, for riding. Uh, specifically in central New Jersey, you can go east and completely have a flat ride, or you can go a little bit north out of the city of Trenton and go up into Lambertville, Sargentsville, and you have a very hilly ride up into um, the Sourland area. But this area, it's, it's, it's growing, it's developing. Um, for the most part, I think that the, um, the car culture is very aware of the cyclist that's on the road so there is a lot of um, leeway given to some of the cyclists that are on the road now that takes upon the cyclist too to make sure that we're um, understanding and, and riding by the etiquettes of the the etiquettes and the laws of the road but doing that uh, you're getting a lot of uh, positive back from the from the cars mm -hmm. and you know I want you to stick with that I mean you mentioned etiquette uh, a couple of times, and that's something that we've talked about mm -hmm. in, in sure. the past, um, the importance of it. Um, can you just kind of give a summary, um, uh, a couple of, of quick um, points of interest that the average person who's riding the bike um, may not be aware of? Uh, the cycle, a, a bicycle does have to stop at a stop sign. A bicycle <laughs> does have to stay on the right-hand side of the road. Um, it, it's a best practice to stay to the far right-hand uh, of the road and probably ride maybe six inches off of the white line if you're out on the country road. Uh, you want to stay off to the side just to not be a hindrance of a, of a driver. Mm -hmm. So you should, if you're on a bicycle, you should understand and recognize that you are a vehicle. Correct. Correct. Okay, great. Great. Now, uh, Kevin, uh, I guess it was uh, a few weeks ago, maybe two months ago or something like that, you and I uh, did a ride from Trenton. Uh, via the Lawrence Hopewell Trail up to Rosedale Lake and back. And um, can you just share a bit about like the, the idea, um, the route that we took, sure. and then tie it into the Lawrence Hopewell Trail organization? 
Well, <clears throat> some of the things that I like to do, especially living in the city, um, and I was saying to Eleanor earlier that um, some of the things that I like to do is just try to tie in the trails that are local to us um, right from our homes. And again, you know, we can ride, you and I rode maybe two miles on street roads and we were, we were off of the main roads. We were taking the secondary streets, but for the most part, it was just maybe two miles until we got to a trail. And then from the trail, we were able to go, for us, we were able to go up to Rosedale Park um, directly from Ewing. Um, but again, from there, there's so many interconnections as far as where the other trails are going to. But for our ride, our, our, we were we were very lucky that you know the trail is very accessible to us and pick it up right in Ewing and just take it right up into Rosedale Park and it's just one straight shot and no issues with traffic whatsoever. It's very well very well maintained trail and um, I mean any any rider um, we're talking about different levels of rider whether intermediate or even beginner. It's a it's a very safe and accessible trail for any type of rider. Mm -hmm. In fact, we say our trail is family friendly, right. mostly handicapped accessible, uh, and mostly off road, because we are concerned about the safety, especially of younger riders. We want them to be able to move from their homes to playing fields to schools, to meet up with their friends to enjoy the outdoors. So most of the trail is off road. Mm -hmm. And one of the one of the things that I like about this trail was that there's not a lot of cross traffic. Uh, some of the other trails that I've ridden on, uh, you you come up to an intersection every quarter mile, and you have to stop at a stop sign for traffic to traffic to go through, and and what have you. But on this trail, there was not a lot of cross traffic that you had to be contending with. And in fact, when we do cross a major street, uh, we try to have pedestrian activated or bike rider activated signals so that people can cross safely. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I'm glad you mentioned that because that was one of the things that um, I, I always pay attention to when I'm traveling um, regarding cycling, um, best practices, who's being innovative um, with technology or implementing technology into things like biking. And uh, specifically uh, on the Lawrence Hopewell Trail, there's multiple locations where you can actually touch a sensitive um, uh, pedestrian crossing that will light up and kind of give you a signal beeping as well. And it's it's nice to see that. And was that always part of the idea on the Lawrence Hopewell Trail to, to introduce that kind of technology? The idea was not so much the technology as the idea of making the trail as safe as possible. And always with the idea that children, young people, would ride on the trail. The technology came a little later. We've actually been working on this trail since 2002. The technology has changed quite a bit uh, mm -hmm. since we started. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so Kevin and I did the ride, Lawrence Hobart Trail. And um, again, we went up Spruce Street near the Boys and Girls Club, plunk for them, for the bike exchange. And then, um, uh, Picked it up in Ewing, and then uh, which which probably could use a little work. The Ewing portion of it. We don't have a Ewing portion. Y you don't. <laughs> That's not you part don't. Of but the Lawrence exactly. Trail. But but there's not yet anyway. <laughs> so I'm getting there. Ted Force, I'm coming. Um, so um, but once we got through that portion uh, in Ewing, uh, it was a noticeable difference. Um, the not not just the the maintenance of it, but but also the uh, the aesthetics 
of it. I mean, it, it, it seemed as though when we were there recently, they had come through and did a cleanup of some sort, maybe trim some of the uh, shrubs and things back a little bit. Can you just talk about the maintenance that goes along with the trail? We have uh, two, basically two groups that are involved in maintenance. First, we have a group of very dedicated volunteers who have segments of the trail, and they go out and do uh, the maintenance, cutting the shrubs, making mm -hmm. sure there's no debris, uh, twigs, and that kind of thing on the trail, especially after a storm, and we've had a lot of those. Some of our landowners prefer to maintain the, their trail segments themselves. That's true of the larger campuses at BMS and at, at ETS. But we ask everyone to be to take some responsibility for maintenance. If they see something wrong on the trail, send us an email, let us know so that we can go out and fix it. Or if it's something like twigs and branches on the trail, get off your bike and move them. Mm -hmm. You know, the trail belongs to everyone. We feel that all of us have a responsibility for maintaining that trail. Great. Thank you very much, Eleanor. So, Kevin, on Sunday's ride, the uh, moon, full moon ride is going to take place uh, in Lawrence Hope Wall Trail in conjunction with DNR Greenway and some other sponsors. Um, you're going to be there volunteering. Uh, um, yes, I will. Yeah, this so let's, let's talk about sure. that quickly, please. Sure. This will be my fourth year helping out. Um, it's been an amazing event to, uh, to help out with everybody. I mean, it's been a fun event. Um, everybody that, all the riders that participate, you can tell that they're having a good time because there's smiles everywhere. Mm. So it's a good time. Um, I'm helping out uh, being one of the ride marshals, um, either being at the front of the pack, leading the people around, or stopping at one of the uh, intersections and direct, basically directing traffic, bicycle traffic that is, um, and just directing which way to go on the trail. And, and then also, also, if there's any maintenance issues uh, with anybody having any mechanical problems while they're riding, I'll be there to help out as well. Great. And Eleanor, final pitch? Come out and have a good evening. <laughs> Whether you're riding your bike or not, come join your neighbors and enjoy the beautiful Mercer Meadows Park. Great. Hope Con to see you there. All right. Contact information? Uh, you can register on our website, which is www lhtrail.org Alright, and uh, Kevin Duddy, we're about to finish up, but I do want you I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit right. um, because uh, folks, Kevin is an amazing uh, photographer and a photojournalist and has been to dozens of countries and I'm fortunate to have him 19. No. I'm fortunate to have him as a neighbor, um, um, but also as someone who's a contributor to the Trenton 365 show and someone who tags along and, and helps document my efforts outside of the studio. Kevin, share um, where people can find out more about what you're doing with your photography. Uh, my website, it's Kevin Duddy Photos at G my, I'm sorry, my email is Kevin Duddy Photos at gmail.com or the website is kevinduddyphotos.com. And Duddy, like Buddy, but without a B, what with a D. Yes. So, Kevin Duddy, uh, Eleanor Horn, and, of course, Jay Watson, who's over on the side. Thank you very much. And big shout-out to my intern, Vaunt. I mean, it, uh, again, publicly, I want to say that he's got an amazing young man here. I'm looking forward to uh, his uh, his future, um, but his interest in filmmaking, et cetera. So you're going to get a chance to meet Vaunt uh, more as we progress with the Trenton 365 show during the school year. So thank you very much to all of my um, guests tonight. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. Thank you. See you on Sunday. Possibly.
Um, you've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show heard Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, Trenton365show at gmail.com. Have a wonderful night.